the last three years, at this time of year, I usually write myself a list in the notes app on my phone. There's two lists. One of them is things that I feel I've achieved. And the other one is the things that I would like to achieve. So what I really want to talk about, or should I say round up, is the highs and lows of type 1 diabetes in 2022. Let's get started. So from the NHS announcing that continuous glucose monitors are available on the NHS is just amazing. So this basically means like there's no postcode lottery anymore. And unlike individual funding, everybody has access to, say, the Libra or the Dexcom or God knows what's next. For me, this is just groundbreaking to the point where now, every time I leave the house, even if it's on holiday in Santorini, I seem to bump into people who have a sensor attached to them. I kind of want to go up to these people and just say, hi, I'm Manisha. I'm also type 1 diabetic. And it's incredible sitting on the beach and seeing people having their sensors or even their pumps out. This is a world that I genuinely didn't think would exist because I guess I always felt like I was the only one wearing these devices that stood out like a sore thumb, especially when you're at the beach. Along this journey, I've met some incredible people this year. And I'm sure some of them will feature in a podcast coming up next year. Speaking of sensors, I did talk a little bit about giving the Dexcom a go. In fact, I have been trialing it. It's been about 15 days that I'm trialing the G1 Dexcom glucose monitor. It's going well. I'm not saying totally bye-bye to the Freestyle Libra. But you know what? Sometimes it's good to try out new things and see if it works for you. This is all about improving my HbA1c. To be honest, I'm not absolutely proud at the fact that my HbA1c levels are outstanding. They're not. But what I do know is progress, not perfection. Every day I'm making small changes in order to improve my HbA1c. But I am a realistic. I know it's not going to happen overnight. A few other amazing things in terms of diabetes I've noticed this year. So a film came out by Disney in March called Turning Red. The main character, Mia, has a classmate that is quite literally wearing a device on her arm. And in one of the scenes where she's in the classroom, you can see that she has a quick pen on her desk. Just having type 1 diabetics in everyday society, let alone a Disney film, is just amazing like literally hands down amazing representation in the media is one of the most important things to me i guess that's one of the reasons why i'm doing the podcast in one of the massive soaps coronation street there's a storyline of one of the characters who is actually type 1 diabetic dealing with the fact that she has to manage her type 1 diabetes and of course I am a Strictly fan, of course I am. Hello Giovanni, give us a shout. Nikita, who's the professional dancer, was quite vividly wearing a freestyle Libra during his routines and also his rehearsals. I would love to know how he manages his sugars with all that intensity and dancing. It's simply incredible. 
This kind of reminds me of something that happened literally a few days ago. I had my last swimming lesson of the year and it was good. I'll be honest with you. It was really good. In fact, I need to work on a few bits and pieces, but I'm getting there. But whilst I was in the pool, a fellow swimmer in the lane beside me simply just asked me, what's that thing you're wearing on your arm? Now, realistically, if this was about six years ago or five years ago, I literally would have wanted to run away or hide or, I don't know, put my head into the water. But actually, I felt super proud and I said to him, it's a glucose monitor and what I'm wearing on my thigh is an insulin pump. At that point, he smiled and he said, I wish my brother could have had that. And that actually made me feel really grateful as to the technology that we wear. And also, I know that type 1 diabetes hasn't been amazing for everybody. Why would it? It's hard to manage as it is. But for me, the things that I definitely have struggled with are night hypos. I still get them now and then, and they do ruin the next day for me, especially when I have to stay up for about half an hour to an hour to get my sugars back up. Also, sometimes my infusion site does get clogged up. It happens. When I first got the Onupod, I thought it was the most amazing thing in the universe. And I guess a part of me still thinks it is. The technology is amazing. But I've noticed in the last couple of years, the infusion site gets blocked. And then what happens is my sugars go sky high. And then I need to get the finger pricker out. I need to get the quick pen out. And also mentally, it makes me feel like I failed. This happens more often than I guess I ever talk about to anyone. Well, I mean, I do talk to Matt about it, obviously, and Lakshmi, but I guess not openly because once again, diabetes is my thing. And when I'm not managing it properly, then I feel like I've not done my part. I know lots of you also feel like this, but the main thing is we all share really similar experiences. And that's the whole point of this podcast sharing my experiences, you sharing yours, and finding some form of relatability. Oh, and the number one low, I would say for myself, almost coming up to 16 years of type 1 diabetes, is I still find it so hard to calculate carbs, especially when somebody wants to be spontaneous and go to a restaurant that I've never been to, and I just can't nail the carb count. As much as I try, and really, really I do try, I even put on a temp basil, for example, it just sometimes goes a little bit crazy. Most likely it goes super high, and then I get super paranoid about how am I gonna bring it back down? I don't have my quick pen with me, and a lot of self-doubt definitely sets in. But what helps is Lakshmi. She says to me all the time, tomorrow's another day. And it's true. Tomorrow is another day. It will get better. As always, Diabetes Squad is written and presented by me, Manisha Vidgama. This series producer is Matt Wareham, and it's a depictor production. And finally, season's greetings. See you in the new year with a new series.